Welcome to Cohen & Company's Chief Insights Podcast, a thought leadership series designed for C-level executives, board members, and other top decision makers. Hello, I'm Jim Boland, head of the management consulting group at Cohen & Company. Welcome to our Chief Insights Podcast. Today we are focused on answering a question we frequently hear from business owners. With all of the technologies we have in place across our business, how do I make meaningful sense from all that data? This is an issue almost every organization is facing, and today I'm joined by a couple of people who can give us some great insight on the topic, John Cavalier and Holly James. John is a director in the management consulting practice at Cohen & Company. He's spent the majority of his career helping companies use data to define value-creating strategies and manage enterprise performance. Holly is a manager in the group and used data extensively in her last role at one of the world's largest food manufacturers to generate promotion and revenue management analytics. Thank you both for being here. Thanks, Jim. This is an exciting topic for us and really looking forward to the conversation today. It's great to be here. This is, as you said, a topic that comes up, I was saying, about every engagement. Great. Let's get started. John, how should business owners begin to think about getting the most out of their company's data? Well, I think to start off with, you know, our our clients, our business owners, they've been hearing about big data for some time now. This is this is nothing really new, although their approach to it may be new. And I think there's generally two camps. The first is um, an owner that really doesn't necessarily believe that more data, uh, better data can really influence their decisions. They, they are used to making decisions on the fly. They're used to making decisions uh, from gut instinct and don't really want to be bogged down with more information. The second camp has been is excited about data and, and believe that maybe more data is going to solve all their, their ills, is really going to be that, that panacea for them. And I think the, the truth lies somewhere in between there. And, and really, the, the, the truth is that in, in today's day and age, information is becoming increasingly valuable as an asset. And being able to harness that data is becoming increasingly important. And if organizations are going to continue to put it off, they really don't have that luxury because their competitors are thinking about it. And this is becoming table stakes, and they're just going to get more and more behind the curve. That said, I think it's critical for owners and firm leadership to take a step back and ask themselves, who are we today? Where are we going? What do we need to get there? Essentially creating that that enterprise vision. After they're able to really articulate answers to those questions, at that point, it'll become much more clear to them what they're trying to solve for, the decisions that need to be made, and what information will be needed to make those decisions. To build on to John's point, Data and technology can then come into play so you can build an enterprise capability to deliver not only timely information, but also trusted information and data. Getting those foundational layers of data governance and some process discipline in place is really that key to developing a platform that provides consistent enterprise insights. Okay, that's great. Now let's talk about the concept of enterprise insights, the idea of gaining clear line of sight across a company to help drive growth. John, what exactly does Enterprise Insights mean? Enterprise Insights, quite simply, is how do we deliver insights to the organization in an efficient and effective manner? And often the conversation becomes kind of muddled as as it jumps straight to technology, business intelligence. That's another sort of buzzword that often 
becomes part of the conversation of broader enterprise insights. And while these are important applications that we'll talk a little bit more about, they are just simply tools to help with insights gathering and, and, and communicating. Where the conversation needs to be around is how do we deliver the right information to the right people at the right time so they can make the right decisions. And while that may sound simple, sort of, there are a lot of components in there that need to be solved for, which is why beginning with a well-defined enterprise insights strategy is so important. Let's explore that further. Tell us what those components are of an enterprise insights strategy and why it's so critical to business success. Sure. So first off, an insights strategy ought to reflect and support the broader enterprise strategy. Who are we and what are we trying to accomplish? Next, we need to look at the strategy with the lens of a cultural shift. This isn't a technology implementation. That may be part of it, but this is a change in how we approach our day-to-day business. It really boils down to empowering resources to make informed decisions more efficiently. This means that a well-thought-out and executable strategy needs to include people, process, technology, and governance. All four of those are key components to really make sure that not only is the Enterprise Insight solution integrated and comprehensive, but it's sustainable going forward. More specifically, there are four key components, I say, that allow organizations to transform their EI capability, with the first being measuring what matters. We know there's a number of major business drivers for every organization. It becomes important to really pinpoint what those drivers are and develop the KPIs, the key performance indicators, to be able to manage and report on those those drivers. And those KPIs really should be sort of top-down, starting with the three or four really broad strategic enterprise-level KPIs and, and, and cascading those down to, to operational, functional, and even individual KPIs. The second is, is this notion of being able to drive efficient decision-making. Again, answering the question of how do we get the right people, the right information at the right time to make the right decisions. The third key piece is tightly integrating data-driven performance management and enterprise culture. And this really addresses that softer side of enterprise insights that often gets glossed over. How do we get our resources not only buy-in, but embrace a more data-driven culture? This is a tough challenge, as a lot of small, fast-growing organizations are, are used to the, sort of that by-the-seat-of-their-pants decision-making. And this really has a more kind of structured approach, a data-driven approach to make decisions. And how do we align business drivers and performance as well as incentives? To have that cultural shift, to manage that change, we need to incentivize employees. They need to be making the right information with the right data, but they need to be doing so in a way that not only benefits broader enterprise objectives, but that they clearly are benefiting as well. And the fourth and final, uh, which may be a little bit more nebulous, but is important, is optimizing the entire operating model. And the operating model is that infrastructure that supports the business. That's the what processes are we going to use? What technology applications do we want in place? How should the organization be structured in terms of roles and, and reporting lines? And what are the governance mechanisms that should be in place? And all those should be designed with the goal of making efficient and well-informed decisions. That's great, John. Thank you. There is a lot there that I think is really insightful. And cascading those metrics down throughout the entire organization and connecting that to performance measures for the individual 
is a great way to keep everybody aligned to the corporate objectives and how their piece of the puzzle fits in. So Holly, how are organizations actually developing and executing an enterprise insight strategy? Or how should they be? So developing that strategy really starts with where companies want to be as it comes to insights maturity. Do they want to be in a state where they move beyond just being reactive to their static business system or ERP reports? Do they want to automate some of those reports so they can get to their information faster? We really call this stage the informative maturity level, and it's normally supported by implementing such technology uh, like a traditional business intelligence solution or data warehouse. Today, what's amazing is that these can really be implemented in weeks and drive so much speed to value in the middle market or for small businesses. So that's that informative maturity level. Or businesses could decide that they really want to push the needle on gaining a competitive edge and develop a more self-service analytics platform within their organization, where they really roll out self-service data sources to their people with a tool like a Tableau or a Click or a Power BI, and let their people really dig into their data to spot trends and predict a little bit more about their business. Normally, when you talk to executives, you'll always hear a desire for more analytical maturity or more insights maturity. Some companies start by delivering those insights across their organization in what's called an integrated model, where, for example, there are analysts that sit in every department of the organization, marketing analysts, finance analysts, customer service, etc. And these analysts are present in either monthly or weekly management meetings or forums where they're presenting or digging into trends, profit opportunities, threatening trends that they see in the market, etc. Or companies can start getting more sophisticated by building an EI or Enterprise Insights centralized engine. This would be a centralized analytics group that delivers insights to departments within the company out of a center of excellence construct. Regardless of who owns the insights in an organization, the steps to grow maturity and the technology supporting it can really involve a very light touch implementation, keeping the IT footprint small but as valuable as possible. So Holly, you mentioned a couple of the tools that provide these insights. Can you share a little bit more about what some leading technologies are in the market that would really help organizations? Sure. You know, over the past few years, there have been a few leading tools that have now become really palatable for small and middle-sized businesses. We've seen great success in our client base with both Power BI, uh, driven by Microsoft, as well as Tableau Online. Each tool has its own strengths. Uh, Both are cloud-based. They both have very solid security models to govern a company's sensitive data. And both can really go live within weeks based on a company's objectives. They both enable uh, insights and KPIs to be shared across organizations on any device. With Power BI, we've seen a smaller learning curve for users because a lot of people are familiar with Microsoft products. And with Tableau, we've seen more ability to customize the way things look. For example, for executives or managers that want to see things in a specific way. Tableau also offers more robust statistical functions, like moving average indicators, statistical forecasting, for those companies that are really moving further along that insights maturity curve. Wow, lots to consider there. Thank you. So you talked about insights maturity and some of the tools available to support this. What does the process look like to get started? How should business owners think about building their enterprise insights capability? So typically with our clients, our experience always starts with a proof of concept with their own data. 
You take their data. It's an easy way to try these tools out for free, and then they can grow into them if they find value in it. Based on a client's objectives, we then do a data assessment or assess their data. How clean is it? How accessible is it? And that itself can often give you answers about where a business is starting from on this maturity curve. Do we have the true components for product profitability or for property management metrics, for instance? From there, from that assessment phase and proof of concept, we use the vision on where that company wants to be on that maturity curve. Do they want to just be able to slice and dice data that used to be static? Or do they want to reach that predictive analytics state with more maturity? Once these platforms are in place, it's amazing how quickly some executives can see areas for improvement in their businesses. This increases accountability across an organization as well and links performance to the strategy, as John mentioned earlier. All right. Thank you, Holly. Now, can you give us maybe one brief real-world example of how some business owners you know are shaping and executing their business strategies through the use of Enterprise Insights? Yeah, sure, Jim. One of the most recent clients that went through this process really started with some objectives around enhancing their sales effectiveness, getting more of a pulse on their pipeline and sales trends. So what we did by going through this process of this strategy, culture change, uh, and implementing the tool uh, Microsoft Power BI, we really provided them with a number of customer scorecards, product profitability, and customer profitability data that their sales teams, all the way from sales coordinators up through to the CEO that they have access to today. And some of the value that they've gained from that is really being able to identify some pricing opportunities. They're now able to see premium products that they're selling that they didn't realize weren't making enough margin or the margin that they'd like to see. And so this client's really implemented these tools, will grow into the self-service analytics maturity phase over the next few months. The platform's gonna be scalable for them, and they'll continue to be able to, to grab onto some of these additional insights as an organization. That's great information. And to John's point about having enterprise insights change the culture, I can speak to the impact that it had there for a business that really never thought about sales before that project to now everybody focused on those sales analytics. Uh, it truly has kind of changed the way they think about sales, which has been very valuable for them. So before we wrap for the day, Let's leave our listeners with a couple takeaways. The experience you've had on these projects, is there some advice you can give on things to watch out for or things that worked really well with your clients? You know, for me, it would be um, you need an insights champion on the executive team for these strategies to be implemented successfully and really drive true value. Uh, the key to growing the insights maturity in an organization, as John mentioned, is not just in the tools, um, but in the people. Finding the right folks who can be accountable to that executive sponsor for growing the insights maturity is also a must. These tools are affordable for the middle market, and they make a huge difference with the way teams collaborate cross-functionally. Finding your change champion, though, is the most important first step to devising an insight strategy and implementing it. I think along those same lines, I would just add just having the right mechanisms to empower people. Data is fantastic, but harnessing that data becomes even more important. And even more important than, than that is having people feel that they're equipped, they're capable, and incentivized to make decisions. And when you have that all in place, then I think you have a true enterprise insights-driven culture. Thank you so much, Holly and John. And thanks for those listening. 
you're interested in learning more about the components John and Holly mentioned that help transform your enterprise insights capabilities, check out cohencpa.com EI. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Chief Insights. Subscribe to this podcast series at cohencpa.com podcasts. To gain more insights that may impact you, visit us at cohencpa.com impact. Cohen & Company is not rendering legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Information contained in this podcast is considered accurate as of the date of recording. Any action based on information in this podcast should only be taken after a detailed review of the specific facts, circumstances, and current law.